Yetta, is new better than used when it comes to real estate? Hold on a second. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we're going to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and tactics that we all need. We all deserve you, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. In this segment, how we're going to do that is we're going to consider if the interest rates make it too, the, the fluctuating interest rates, I guess, make it too risky to commit to a new build. Is mm-hmm. new better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the question. And what are they going? Where, where are interest rates going? Like, are they going, are they staying the same? Are they going up? Are they going to go down? Yeah. It's speculative on the interest rate, right? Because you may look at new construction that closes in a year, two years from now. A condo pre-sale could be yeah. three years from now. What are the interest rates going to be three years from now? So there's a – and most of the time, the, the, the risk factor is – can you get in a locked-in rate? Some builders do have agreements with financial institutions mm-hmm. that will be a much longer than your typical 90 or 120-day rate hold. Right. And that will cover for a length of time. But sometimes the person buying a new build is going to have to just go with whatever interest rate is going at the time. Yeah, builder rates are usually a little bit higher than the going rate at the moment because the bank's taking a risk locking in for a longer period. Yeah. Sometimes it's nine months or a year they'll they'll give on a rate guarantee. Although after COVID, they started shrinking those rate guarantees. But you had a client recently that's still trying to figure out exactly what to do, right? How to close. And when we say my client... They did not call us in this particular scenario because we didn't know them yet about the buying a new build because we as realtors have for, I guess, 35 years helped clients work with new builders, whether it's a track home builder, whether it's a um, custom builder, or whether it was when you were building homes or even a small little, little builder, we certainly represent our client and take them to the new home build sites. Mm-hmm. But many times people go straight or direct to the new home sales site. And it's to the point that even if you just go online and you start researching, they've now captured your information. And now it's harder to involve a realtor ever in the search process and in the in the, the negotiation. And it's less about negotiating on the price. It's more about guiding you through the process and making sure that the thing you're buying makes the most sense. We've shared on lots of other segments and episodes where Having us involved save somebody by buying a lot that was actually inferior but costing them more. And I know that doesn't make sense, but it really does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, or choosing fit and finish for certain reasons without recognizing the long-term implications for themselves or even um, the market. 
right? Mm -hmm. Depending on how long they want to keep it. So there's lots of advantages to having realtors. So watch some of the other segments if you want to learn what those are, or you could always call us. You know, we like you to do that. Um, and we'll help you out that way. But in this case, they did not call us. They didn't know us yet. They went straight to the new home builder and the interest rate was locked in. So she thought she was pretty safe because she knew she could accommodate the interest rate based on the closing date that was set for that new build. Mm -hmm. And then the unfortunate inevitable, which I say inevitable because our market for the last three years has been much less static. Mm -hmm. we, we can't. That's a good word. For right. We can't really predict what is or isn't going to happen mm -hmm. because really all bets are off. Yeah. And so there were delays and delays. And now the interest rate is almost 3% higher than where she was when she started the journey. When she locked it in. When she locked it in. Right. When it was locked in, but she now can't get that rate. So that's a big risk with a builder compared to a resale home is there could be delays. There could be delays in a resale home, but not typically like there would be with a builder usually a few days or something. So her lock-in expired, and now she's 3% higher. So wow. what are the risks with that, Ken? Well, there's multiple risks. First of all, know that the the payment's higher, and we can get into, like, you know, on a, say, a $700,000 mortgage. I don't know what this particular person's mortgage it's is going to be. in that ballpark. But at 2.5%, uh, it's $3,125 would have been their payment. At monthly. Five, monthly. At 5.5. On a 25-year AM. Yep. yep. On 5.5, it's significantly higher. I got to look at my chart. 42, over 4,200. Yeah, 4,272 or something right. like that. So that's eleven, a little over $1,100 more per month, which is not fun. But if you can afford it and you have the income level – and you can still qualify. You can get, you can manage that, right? You can do it. You can resell later. You can skimp a little, eat more craft dinner, whatever. You can do it. But if the banks say no, no, you cannot qualify for that amount at that price. Well, now what are you going to do? And that's unfortunately where this particular person finds themselves now. Right. And, and there's a few scenarios. Um, you can negotiate with the builder. Attempt to negotiate with the builder. Yeah. Um, and the builder, because, you know, some of the clauses that the builders typically have built in, sometimes as a realtor, we try to take them out right at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, but some of them have resale clauses that you can't resale unless you, until you, after you close. Like assignment clauses. Yeah, you can't and assign if, it. And if you can't close... Well, that's a predicament. Yeah. And the double whammy with an assignment is if interest rates are higher, probably prices are lower. So you're you're going to resell it less than what you paid for it. So that's an issue. Um, so you're still going to – so what that means is probably mm -hmm. you're still going to have to forfeit all your down payment, your deposit monies, not well, you really might. forfeit, but because you're going to have to resell less, it may cost you money to get out of the transaction yeah. if you can get out. Exactly. And then if you can't close, then maybe you're in default and the, the builder may keep your, your deposit. They could even sue you for damages if they're more than the deposit. 
Um, the other thing some people do is they go to private money and they borrow at a higher interest rate, which makes it even worse, but at least they can close and not get sued. And sometimes that's at 8 10% for second lenders, B lenders. And then you work at getting qualified or paying down as much as you can so you can get qualified at a lower interest rate later. You know, so those are kind of some of the things you can do when you're stuck in that situation. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not a it's fun place not. to be. So all we're saying is consider the cost before you actually sign a new build. For lots of our clients and in the markets where prices were increasing and interest rates were really low and going the other way, it worked great. It's just the last couple, well, a year and a bit now, mm -hmm. it's been more arduous. Well, and I've always warned our clients about the risk of buying, mm -hmm. if they came to us, the risk of buying a, a new construction. That's yeah. not like an inventory home that can be finished off in six weeks. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about, you know, the, they're just opening the phase. It's going to be, you know, several years. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a benefit to buying new right now? And is the speculative risk worth it for you that's the question to ask yourself and we love positioning you to build wealth wisely because it's about much more than just money yet i like buying new for the low down payment it can look enticing so we're excited that we've created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to get the most out of your space. And the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, what y'all waiting for? The Decker Team YouTube channel so you can get the episodes as soon as they come out. So in this segment, we're going to explore... Does the timeline on new construction serve you or does it hurt you? Yeah, it's a great question. And it can do both. Not at the same time, though. Yeah, it does one or the other at any particular it's, juncture. It's market and interest rate dependent. And yeah. quite often it's double whammy because if interest rates are going up, generally prices are, are hurting because affordability is going down. So... Historically, when interest rates go up, prices go down. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're contending with right now. Right. So this is a very apropos conversation because if you're thinking about new construction right now, the first thing I'm going to say is you want a great guide on your side and not just maybe by your side, not on your side. Which way is it? A by great your, guide by, your, by side. your side. And we would love to be that great guide if you resonate with us. If you're thinking, yes, these people know what they're talking about. I want to make sure that even when I go into new construction, that I have somebody that's vying for me rather than just attempting to sell me something mm -hmm. like the new house. Yeah. And many of the clients that, that weren't our clients when they bought the new, but now are saying, hey, can you help me out? Can you sell this? Can you fix this? Mm. I bet you they wish they had had frank conversations yeah. before they made that move two years ago or a year and a half ago to buy new, especially if it was like an investment property or something. So, so we're going to talk about why, why new construction is amazing. It's phenomenal. For, for building wealth and what the risks are. Because if you're going to build quick wealth, because it's fairly quick, 
you need to know what the risk is because you can lose fairly quick too because this superpower called leverage. Mm-hmm. And because it works for you from a gain perspective, mm-hmm. and then it costs you, it feels like exponentially from a loss perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know you don't quite love numbers quite as much as I do, but you do them in your head pretty quick. I'm pretty good at the general numbers. I just prefer to make it easy for people to absorb the information. Because when we're talking on radio or even on video and we don't have graphs and charts and the visual of it, it can be a little more difficult to Mm -hmm. absorb the information. Okay. So we're going to be reasonably specific, recognizing that whenever we're talking percentage increase, we're, per- we're talking percentage gain or percentage loss, unless we're using historical data, they're general, they're average, they're, hi- they're historical. Yeah, and, and we're projecting yeah, we're that projecting- historic forward, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, but it's the only true information we have to base anything on. So Right. So any of our projections are not guaranteed, of course. Nope. So let's say you buy a property and it's a new construction. It's two years out. Yeah. Okay. And that property is 700000 And you're going to put down 5%. And usually the builder will split that into two or three payments. And if, it's, if they want more than that, you can usually negotiate that and say, no, I'm going to be buying with 5% down through CMHC and that's all the down payment I've got. And usually right. they're going to go, oh, okay, that makes sense. And that's if they, we're talking tract homes now. We're not talking custom builds. We're not talking when you own your own land. These are all different conversations. This mm-hmm. isn't construction financing. This is buying a home from a builder that has a sales site and has several models for you to choose from that would be the typical way the down payment would work. Right. Right? So if we buy a house, say, at 700 back uh, in the pandemic time, that's probably a, an okay townhouse. Right. So at 700 and historically, our growth has been 4 to 5% over the last 20, 30 years. In the Ottawa In the area. Ottawa area. With so, a couple of little teeny exceptions. Yeah, we went some down and up, but... but so the, the higher ups cancel out the few little dips. And so you end up being right around that 4 to 5%. But I'm going to take 4% as a to conservative, be conservative number. Yeah. So 4% on 700 over two years is $57,000. Because you you get 28000 the first year. And the second year, your gain is on 728 not on 700 So it ends up at just over $57,000. So... The five percent of the seven hundred, the down payment was thirty-five thousand. So that's why I call it a superpower because you just turned thirty-five thousand and more than doubled it. You've added fifty-seven thousand dollars of equity because the property went up four percent. That's the power of leverage. Now, because you didn't have all your money in, if you had had a larger down payment, just to make this really simple, because for some people, they're tracking with you. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they're saying, Ken Decker, I do not understand what you say, and which I say mm-hmm. way too often to him, but not so much about numbers. They're pretty fluid in my head, too. But if you are, if you put down instead of 35,000, if you'd put down 70,000, mm-hmm. which 10%, let's yeah. say that's the best you were able to negotiate with the builder, mm-hmm. 
because you were going to have, it was an investment property. You were going to need 20% down at closing anyway yep. in that case. Yep. Now you haven't quite over doubled your money. No, your 70000 has made 57000 Which is still, where are you going to get that? Yeah, it's amazing. Right. Right? So, now the problem is if it goes the other way, and that's what's happened recently. Yeah. The value of of uh, real estate has gone down a little bit after the super high of the pandemic and interest rates have gone up. So it's kind of a double whammy, mm-hmm. but let's say it went down 4% mm-hmm. by For two, two years. years. Yeah. Right. So it's a, it's about $55,000 loss. So your 35,000 is eaten up and you're still negative 20 another 20 K. So you're down 55. Now it's not the end of the world. If you're moving into that property and you're you're going to wait it out, right? Not too bad if you were renting and now you're moving in there. Because but time will do the lifting for you again on the flip side. Over time. Over time. Yeah. You'll be now, fine. What the double jeopardy is, if you had a property that you need to sell before you move in at the closing, if the property values are going up, both properties are going up, the build and your existing home. So you are winning big time. Big time. Which would have been the history of most of the last of the 30 mm-hmm. odd years. Right. Now, if you're, if you're got to sell your house, move into the townhouse or move into this new house, it's double jeopardy if it's gone down because your property's gone down, the new build's gone down, interest rates have probably gone up, you have less equity to pay in. It's, it's, uh, it's like a house of fallen cards. It's, it's very scary. So there's risk, high potential, and higher risk. That's right. why I call it speculative, mm-hmm. right? So recently we had a client in the Richmond area that had the same thing. Prices right. went down by 73000 since they bought it. And they so, thought they wanted to sell. And clearly we said, are you sure you want hold, to sell? Hold on and wait. Right. Yeah. Hold on and wait. So leverage is a superpower for gain or for loss. And we love that together we're clarifying options so that your wisdom will flow. But Yetta, what about the HST on new home construction? It can bite you. Hmm. That's a harsh reality. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate, including new construction, over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your fund, build your faith, build your finances, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of your relationship. And Mm -hmm. so what we're going to discover this time is what can you do What can I do about HST to make sure I am protected and not surprised? I don't have a rude awakening at closing because there's lots of those stories. Yeah, and 13% is a big pill to swallow, right? Even if you're getting a partial rebate. Yeah. Right? And what if you aren't getting any rebate? Right. And so what we generally do and make sure is that the HST is included in the purchase price which is great. So what happens is they back it out. And then as far as when it, when the price goes on your um, the title, like when it transfers, it shows what price it was paid at. You'll Exclusive. see there's a weird, there's right. a weird number and it's because they back the HST out. Now 
That doesn't mean you didn't pay the higher price because you do. Now, some listings and some builders are plus HST. So that's something you want to watch your contract very, very closely. And if they do include HST, typically the rebate, which can be around $24,000, it can be less, it can be about, about that, um, depends on the purchase price and a whole bunch of factors. Generally, that you sign a certificate that you're assigning it back to the builder. When the HST is included, the rebate is being assigned back to the builder. Right, because you never paid the 24000 or whatever the number is, mm -hmm. right? So sometimes people will be confused because they're thinking, why am I giving them the rebate? Well, because it was never included in the price in the first place. No, they, they calculated their sale price, including HST, knowing they were getting that rebate back. Yep, minus whatever, the rebate, Whatever basically. amount it would be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, the difference happens when you go, yeah, but Ken, I'm, I'm thinking of not owner-occupying because that rebate to builder can only happen if you sign off that you are going to occupy. Or someone's it. going to occupy. No. The buyer has to occupy for that rebate for the builder. And you're in jeopardy if you fib, lie, fraud, whatever word you want to call it. Well, I think fraud's right because okay. it's fraudulent activity. If you have no intention of moving in and you plan on putting a tenant in, then you're buying as an investment, not at a, as an owner-occupied. And even if you say, well, I'm buying it owner-occupied and I'm just going to move in it temporarily, like I'm going to live in it in the summer and then in the winter I live somewhere else or whatever, that's okay because it's still owner-occupied. But if you plan on renting it, now it's an investment. And the builder is not eligible for the rebate. But the good news is you are eligible for the rebate. So slow Once that down a, a little bit. In. Right. So the builder cannot do, you can't do it on closing mm -hmm. because the builder is not eligible for the rebate when it is not an owner-occupied new build. Yep. Correct? Right. Now, if, if you pay the HST, now this is where it gets a little tricky is because sometimes builders will go, oh, well, if it's not owner-occupied, I want the 13% on top of my purchase price, which really isn't fair because they weren't going to get that anyways. They were only getting the rebate. So technically, their price should increase the amount of the rebate. And that's what I would attempt to negotiate with any builder. You got to be upfront with them when you're negotiating because most of the salespeople don't understand this. They don't get it. They're not involved in the HST part of the equation. And so you want to make sure that you're getting that contract written correctly at the very beginning, the purchase price accurate with the HST on top of whatever amount that was. We like to add the net HST. So if it goes up, say, $24,000, that's what's happening. But then when you're talking down payment, it's a little bit more. Because on an investment, 20% on a $700,000 is going to be $140,000, right? Well, if you Down payment. Down payment. If you are putting 20% down, but now your purchase price is, say, $724,000, then your down payment's got to be $144,800. But the beauty is you're going to get roughly $24,000 back. You need to talk to a tax specialist to know exactly how much you're going to get back. And then 
That means now after you get your rebate, you actually only have 120 in as a down payment, roughly 12800 compared to 140 you would originally. So although at first it sounds I got to put more on the mortgage, you're actually able to leverage slightly better because you're getting the rebate in cash later. Right. Provided you qualify for the rebate, which you're going to need to put someone in the home, mm-hmm. has to now be occupied. A one-year lease. Right? A one-year lease. You apply for the rebate. It just can't be done in advance. And mm-hmm. I know this is very technical, what we've just attempted to do on radio and even <laughs> on a YouTube without pictures and pie graphs and stuff. It was a lot to well, take in. when the you- importance of your guide and your team, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a great tax accountant that understands HST on new construction, that understands the real estate investment game, if you don't have a realtor that understands it, it can get very complex very, very quickly and can get ugly if you make the wrong decisions. Absolutely. And I know in the last segment, we were talking about something that we referred to as our client. And the reality is he came to us as a client now wanting to sell, but we were not involved in the purchase. So we're having all these conversations about the devalue of the property and the impact on him now that he wants to sell. Well, because things were going great. People yeah. go, I don't need a realtor. I'm just going to run to the builder. I'm going to stand in line. I'm going to buy a place and I'm going to hit the jackpot when it sells. But nobody came to us and said, hey, what are the risks? What are the alternatives? What's happening here? What could what happen could in happen? the future? So they just, they see dollar signs. And, you know, if that was you, that's fine. We'll still counsel after the fact to try and help you out of a situation because we have hearts. Well, and that's why we keep referring to each of these people as our clients because they become our client as a result of the hardship. But we were not involved and we weren't involved in the stories that we've been sharing. No, but even prior to. And it's funny, even though they have maybe decided not to sell or whatever, we still call them a client because we care for people at that level when they're asking for our advice. So clarity calls are really great. If you want a clarity call, 15 minutes, just give us a call, 613-860-4663. Typically leave a message. We get that message on our email. We'll call you back. And we want to make sure that we get connected to support you. Even before you go see a new build, before you do anything. Well, it's so important because... If you go into the new home sales site and register, if you go online and register, if you send an email to the builder, at that point, you're registered with them and we can't help you negotiate, support you, counsel uh, and, you. and get paid by the builder. In that case, if you want us to do it, then you got to pay us separately to do it. Right. And the builder doesn't want us involved. They it's don't. very difficult they really at don't. that point after the fact. It's even less about the money, more about mm-hmm. that they don't want us there if we were not part of the transaction and the introduction from the beginning. Right. Right. So once again, if you're thinking about new construction, just even pondering it, call us first. 613-860-4663. And we'll just have a brief conversation with you. And we're grateful that you joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we all move forward together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.